Hi, everybody, and welcome back to our Evocation interview series. We are here with a man of many talents. Tim Friedlander is a voice actor, musician, educator, and studio owner, and he's going to be talking about remote connections at the Evocation conference. How you doing, Tim? Doing great. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Great. Good to see you again. Awesome. Good to see you, too. I know. It's been a while. I was on your uh, podcast a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, at least a year ago, definitely. And you just happened to be in the same city at the time. It was crazy. But anyways, so tell us how you got involved with Evocation. Uh, I am uh, have known Jamie and Karen on Facebook. Uh, Jamie, actually, he and I go back a few years. Um, he actually hired, uh, booked out our studio here in LA for a bunch of sessions uh, with Backstage Magazine. So we've actually um, was working with him to handle all of the records here in Los Angeles with either remote records or actually having the um, the host here in person. And then we actually kind of expanded from there as Jamie started doing some workout groups at his studio in Philadelphia. He and I kind of partnered up on some of the Gardner Street workout groups. So he actually runs the Philadelphia branch of the Gardner Street workout group that I started here in LA. Yeah, and we've done some workouts together in, in that group. And it's, it's really cool when both groups get together. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot you were in that group as well. I'll well, thanks. It must have made a huge impression. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I've been a little AWOL on the workout groups in the last few months. It's been. <laughs> so is Jamie. It means everybody's working, which is good. Or try not to go crazy. Try not to go crazy. It can take up a lot of time these days, you know. It takes a good fifty percent of my my gray matter <laughs> every day. So, as we mentioned in the intro, your talk is going to be on remote connections, which is especially relevant now, speaking of going crazy. Can you give us a sneak peek about what you're going to talk about? Because I know a lot of talent are either just like, what the heck is this? Or just clamoring to have some kind of remote connectivity for their studios. Absolutely. My, my kind of approach to this is there are a ton of options out there as far as remote connections are concerned. There are a ton of interfaces and, and computer setups as far as those are concerned. They don't always work together. So kind of the basis of this is to talk about what the purpose of what does the client need? A lot of time the client will ask, yeah, I need source connect. And really all they need to do is direct. So part of it is kind of defining what these different remote connection services are, what the purpose they serve, and then how can we best use the best remote connect service for the session that you're in? Cause it's not, it may not always be for a long time. It was always, I need ISDN. And then it's kind of morphed into now I need source connect. And then, and now a lot of times I'd say, as much of all the sessions that I've done since this lockdown, I would say five to 10% of them have been source connect. The other 90% have been other remote services. So it just is a figuring out defining what it is that people really what the client needs and how can we as talent best serve our client for their needs. Well, that's certainly encouraging because I know Source Connect can be cost prohibitive for some people. And it's nice to know that there are inexpensive or even free alternatives that people can use. And I just love that you're kind of demystifying the whole process and really just kind of getting people to think about what do you actually need and what do your clients need? Absolutely. And that really, you know, if you can figure out those two things, that will really answer a lot of the questions and lead you down a path to finding a, a, a service that works best for you. One thing that we also need to talk about this that will be in here is that not every remote service works the same with every interface over every computer system. And, you know, for example, we're on a certain service right now that works differently for me and my studio with the exact same equipment than it does for um, our other studio in Studio City. 
Carson Beck over there has the exact, literally down to the computer and the interface that I have, and our systems don't work the same over this remote session that we're on right now. Yeah, there's some real idiosyncrasies between certain software and interface products right now that I'm sure you're going to touch on. Yeah, we'll touch on that. And, you know, one of the things that people are into is like, oh, great, well, I have an interface and I have a remote connection. And then you get on a session, the client's like, oh, great, well, can you just play, play that back for me? <laughs> when you're like, uh, sure, hit play and nothing's going down the line. So, you know, what does it mean to send something down the line? What does it mean to do a mix minus that they may throw at you at the last minute? Uh, they may throw at you and say, oh, yeah, by the way, here, here's, here's all your all your video and audio. And so just play down the takes that you just did. And we're going to select the takes that you play back for us. A lot of these services, you can't do that. Or you can't do them with certain interfaces. Or you can't do them with certain interfaces that aren't set up and routed properly in order to be able to do that. Yeah, this is definitely the stuff you want to figure out before the session. Because a lot of people are like, what's the best one? Or like, which what's the one that I need? You need to learn as much as you can about all of them or as many of them as make sense to you. Yeah, absolutely. And that, I mean, it's the same kind of the same discussion when it comes down to what gear should I get? What interface do I need? What mic do I need? Well, what's your voice? What are you trying to solve? What problem do you have or what service are you trying to, to provide? And how can you best do that for your set of circumstances in the studio you're in with sometimes with the internet connection you have? I mean, there's a lot of, you know, everything is internet contingent. So how do, how do we make sure that the service we're using is going to work with the internet provider that we have. It's not, it's not as simple as just plug and play, which would be ideal, but it's unfortunately not. So the motto, like the Boy Scouts, is be prepared. Be prepared and, yeah, be prepared and be informed and be educated and know what your options are and be prepared for anything. You, I had a discussion, I uh, was on a, on a, a conference um, a couple of months ago, and they, were, they brought me in to talk about broadcast quality. And I sidestepped that completely and went with the concept that you need to be broadcast ready. And broadcast ready means that you need to know how to do everything in your studio. Where does your microphone plug in? Where does your interface plug in? What cable does what? Having somebody else set this up for you is great, but if you don't know how to use it and you're not broadcast ready in a session, then it doesn't matter how good your quality is if you can't deliver on the session that you're in. I love that. And it creates a whole new sense of urgency and kind of redirects the workflow. Because if you can't reproduce, like if you can't do this as like a live session going to air as is, then you got some work to do. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the things that, that and, and I think I, you guys have probably all seen this on the Facebook forums and in the chats is great. Well, I have this and I have this now. Now I'm ready to go. Well, you got a mic, you got an interface and you've got Source Connect, or you've got Podago Call, or you've got whatever it might be. Well, can you get them all to work together? Do you know how to make them all? What happens if Bodalgo goes down in the middle of a session? What do you do? What happens if Zoom goes down? What happens if this thing that you're on goes down? What happens if you're on Source Connect and it's glitching and you're getting dropouts because the other person doesn't have a strong signal? What if your microphone cable goes out? What if your mic itself goes out? What if your interface goes out? Where does everything go? What does it do? How does it operate? And you need to be able to handle that if, if you waste five minutes in a session, that's probably too much time wasted trying to fix a problem. The three C's of home studios, contingencies, contingencies, contingencies. <laughs> right. Well, and what's interesting is that this isn't a new conversation. I actually had this conversation here in the studio five years ago with one of our first guest directors that we had that, that, that came in and we were talking about what does it mean to be a professional voice talent. And five years ago, we had this discussion that it's, it's, it's beyond being good as an actor it's then being able to be a professional engineer and run your studio in a heartbeat, in a snap, anytime when you have a client on the other line so that you can 
get that that client serviced and, and get that session done the way you need it to be done. So this, is, this isn't a new conversation. I think it just you know, there's more and more people coming into this conversation and more sense of urgency and a reality that there is it may not be another option. Going to a studio is not going to be another option a lot of the times, either because the studios aren't available or a talent doesn't feel comfortable going into a studio, which to digress a little bit, I support that 100%. Even as a studio owner, I will tell people not to come in. If there's even a slight bit of hesitation in their voice, don't go someplace where you aren't comfortable. Well, uh, yeah, and you're not going to do your best work if you're anxious about infection. Yeah, or if you're anxious about infection or if you're not sure that your gear is going to hold up th through a session. You, know, you need to trust your gear and trust your, your system that you're running that you can get through a session. So ideally, we all need to be great engineers, but that engineering should hopefully stop as soon as we get into a session. And we're able to get back into being in talent mode and actor mode, which means all of that prep before you go into the session. Nice. So like you said, this isn't a new conversation. It's actually relatively old at this point. But the number of excuses, or I should say the room for excuses is narrowing. We can't just say, oh, I'll just go to an external studio or with my workflow, I don't need these things. Right. right. So. I know this isn't your first rodeo. I know you've presented at a number of conferences before. What are you looking most forward to at Evocation, aside from your talks, of course? I, I just I just love learning all the different, you know, the different opportunity, opportunities to learn from people from other parts of the industry. As much as I've been, you know, as much as I've been doing this, the more you do it, the more you kind of get stuck in your own way of doing things. I love to see, especially the different ways that people have have transitioned and modified how they work into this last, you know, I can't believe I'm saying six months, but into this six months of this lockdown of the, of this pandemic, I mean, we're six months into this, which is insane. So I'm just, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing just everything I can from people who have, who have transitioned and figured out a way to make this new normal work for them in, um, in the best way possible. Makes sense. So how will this event be different as a virtual only event? And will this be the first time you've done a virtual conference? This is the first time I've done one of this capacity that, that is a two day, you know, this, this length of conference where there are multiple panelists. I was on one last week, but I was only, I was there for um, a single presentation uh, discussing uh, signatory services and, and converting jobs. You know, I, there, I am for anybody who's ever, you know, if you've ever hung out with me in person, I am, I love the in-person. I love having people in my studio. I love going to these conventions for the networking. And I think that, you know, one of the biggest things, unfortunately, that, that we miss out of this is the actual face-to-face -face and seeing people that in person that you've only seen virtually. So I think that component in no matter what we do or how you present this is going to be missing. I love what, what they've done with this, their virtual mixer and everything they're doing that I think actually, Paula, you and Jay are, are are doing that, right? Is that correct? Yep. We're going to do our darndest to make it as fun as possible for everybody. So Jay Preston, who is, he and I, you know, run the voiceover collective together. And he's, he's actually one of the, the, I think I met him at my very first workout group when I, in LA about six years ago. Um, so just, you know, to see you guys doing this together, is going to be awesome. And just the fact that they're even integrating something like this, um, I think is really cool to try and make this work as best as possible. Worlds uh, colliding. Yeah, exactly. On all sides. So I, I think it's I think it's going to be great. And I, I completely forgot what your question was. But I think you've answered that. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think one of the, I think that the advantage of this, and I think something that gets missed a lot in in these these other conventions, 
it's, there's just so much happening. You can't get to it all. So I think the ability, you know, the fact that we, you can actually get to from the, you know, from in your own home and get to some of these things and pop into these, these events and these, these, these sections in the conference that you can actually get into. Hopefully you can see more than you would if you were to try and run around, if you're tired, you can sit down and listen in on a conference. You don't have to be in a standing room only place where people are crowded in shoulder to shoulder and, and, and you're, you're tired of standing for an hour or it's, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a long day anyway, but eight hours into a conference and all you want to do is go sit out in the lobby and get away from all the noise. So the, 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 the advantage of that is, is there. Um, for me, I think the networking, the face-to-face thing is, um, you know, it's just, but that's just general life. That's life in general right now is missing this face-to-face, um, you know, personal interaction. Very cool. It's, it's sort of been the resounding theme of talking to the guests is like, you kind of, you really take ownership of your own schedule and you don't feel yeah. beholden to everything, like to physical time. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which can be great and can be the worst thing, the worst thing in the world, depending on, you know, on, on how you're feeling that day or what your personality type is or how you deal with these things. You know, some people do really, really well in person. I think, I think, you know, we're going to see, a, a, I don't know what we're going to, I don't, make no predictions, but I think there'll be a lot of people who maybe don't go to these conferences because they're not comfortable being in such a massive group of people anyway, that are going to have an opportunity to attend a conference like this uh, and get something out of it in a way that they wouldn't if they were in a large social group. Definitely. Uh, like whether, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, these can be very draining and con burnout is a real thing. Absolutely. And one thing I'm happy about though, is no con crud. We definitely don't want that this year. <laughs> that's gone worldwide yeah everybody has con crud (laughs) tim thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today how can people find out more about you if they want to hire you as a voice talent musician educator or studio owner Uh, so for voice talent um i definitely i've been doing kind of one of my things that i've done to to change in the last six months or so is to kind of delineate my voice work from my studio work so i have all my voice work is at timfriedlander.com and all of the studio work is soundbox.la, S-O-U-N-D-B-O-X dot L-A. All right, Tim, thanks for being here. And we'll look forward to seeing you in just a week. Awesome. Thank you for having me.